Hi everybody. Quick production note. Uh, we recorded this right before D23 and we thought the Bad Batch was going to come out at the end of this month, not in January. So we discuss a false timeline for um, the Bad Batch preview. Um, we don't want to propagate false news, so just wanted to get out in front. Some discussion in this recording is not valid any longer. Thank you. Hello and welcome to Yubcast, your Star Wars cartoon podcast. My name is Matt, and I was hoping for the whole squad, but you'll do. <laughs> and my name is Jamie, and I know because it's me. Which one? What's yours from? Did you do another 99 quote? No. The 99 quote was last time. This was um, Jen Erso, when she... Um, She's reading oh. off the list, and she hears Stardust. That's, that's right. Yeah. That's an honor, because I just finished the uh, the audiobook again of Rogue One. Uh, it was, Excellent. Yeah, it's such a good book. I, uh, I I love it so much. It's it's really, it's one thing, it's one of the, because it's, I think the movie is so good, and they did a really good job with the book. Um, just like, at the very end, there's like, um, for those of you who haven't heard, uh, read it or listen to it or however you consume audiobooks um, like after the epilogue there's kind of like there's this um, there's this re uh, reading of like Mon Mothma's personal journals and these are spread out throughout the um, throughout the book and it's about like it's it's from like some collection so this is like this could be possibly sometime in the future you know um, sequel trilogy era even further or somewhere in between it was just like uh, Mon Mothma reflecting on Jin um, and it just makes it sound like like Jin is like we don't really you don't really see it except for like an alphabet squadron but you know like Jin Erso is kind of like the she's thought of as like the one who who brought the rebellion together that she turned it from the loose coalition of people into like a full you know a full nation so and, and it was just like her just reflecting on Jin you know from the brief time that she knew her because she'd only ever met her can you meet people more than once or is it you, you've met them once or is, you meet people more than once okay uh, and I just I said it and all of a sudden it just sounded weird but uh, just from her limited uh, uh, exposure to Jin so it was really it's really quite good and then just how uh, you know, like Krennic really like he, he buys it, um, like what what he's thinking. And one thing that I didn't realize I'd forgotten about was like it was talking. It, there's when Baze. Okay, for those of you who haven't seen Rogue One, Baze Malbus dies, and it just talks about his death, and it's pretty gruesome. It says like Baze Malbus died in pain, but it was but it, it wasn't for very long. It's just like oh. Yikes! I'd forgotten a lot of those details. I should reread that book. We are recording on September third, so we are just over two weeks away from the start of Andor, um, which is the twenty-first, I think. Yeah, the twenty-first. So eighteen days until Andor starts. Um, are you doing any other prep for Andor other than well, I'm, other I, than the book? Um, I'm watching that. Uh that end credit scene of She-Hulk twerking nonstop um, for right. 
Sure. R research. That's that's and or research, right? Yes. <laughs> okay, good. Then I'm Def doing that. Definitely. <laughs> um, no, I, I haven't really, uh, other than just my normal Star Wars consumption. I, I finished that book. Um, and the other books, like... Um, um, Catalyst is good. Maybe maybe I'll do Catalyst. Um, the Rebel Rising. Is, is that the name of the Generosa book? Yeah, that's the name of the Generosa book. There's not. I, I can't imagine there's much that's going to feed into Endor from that. But it's it's a good book. Yeah, it's just around the same you know time period. I'm. Yeah, I don't know. I can't really think of anything else other than just like the Rogue One novelization. Um. But uh, you know, I'm su I'm getting super excited every time I you know like like we we talk about it like something new comes out or just think about something and just say oh yeah and then I get all excited again and then you know then I kind of cool off and then we do like one of these and then I'm just like oh man you know like and then I'm just fired back up again. Yeah, last time last time we sat down and recorded, we spent a lot of time talking about the trailer that was released for Andor. I said on that recording that I was going to take the boys to see Rogue One at the IMAX um, theaters, but I apparently I might have missed my window to do it because my wife flew out to Colorado today, and so we were sort of boys weekend alone, and I was like, let's go see Rogue One because it's only been in the theater for a week, but there are no showings until Thursday. Yeah, my kids are at the in-laws, and only my son, son would want to go. And all the IMAX theaters where I live are kind of far away, and I don't really want, or they're in just kind of an area that I don't really want to be in. Yeah, uh, sure. The the mall near the college that we went to is, it was kind of sketchy before, now it's gotten really sketchy. Yeah, I imagine. It, it it had a choice. I think it made. I think it chose poorly. Um, no, so there's a there's showings on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday of the upcoming week, and my wife said, "Oh, we can all go on Saturday because, of course, the kids are in school and they can't go to a three o'clock movie on a Thursday." So we'll try to get there on Saturday. Um, but I, I I'm just sort of kicking myself because I really wanted to go. And I blew it, but maybe there's a 5% chance I didn't blow it all the way. Um, did you do anything else this week? Any Star Wars? No. No, I, um, pretty, uh, pretty boring, uh, Star Wars, uh, week for me. I've been, I've been meaning to catch up on the, uh, the comics. I'm, I'm kind of far behind. Um, I was going to, do the princess and the scoundrel but after our talk about it i'm just kind of like ah i think i'm gonna pass on it I'm yeah not... i think i think you might not enjoy it as much as i did i mean it's like i said it's good not great and, and you don't you don't buy into the relationship star wars as much if you didn't enjoy the queen's books like queen shadow series you probably wouldn't enjoy this yeah i mean i i enjoyed the very last chapter of the first one yeah but other than that no this week i um uh, i finished that collection of short stories 
Jedi and the Sith. Mm-hmm. Um, I was sort of pleasantly surprised. I'm still doing a lot of renovation work at the old house before we put it on the market. And I was over there one day because the city had left us a nasty note um, that we had construction waste in our yard and a wood pile that wasn't stacked properly. Um, I think I told you that since my wife started working for the city um, and started pointing out how someone in code enforcement wasn't doing a good job, um, that they started writing us tickets. (laughs) Well, that was smart. Yeah, my wife. My wife was not a good chess player. Um, (laughs) And at first I was, first I didn't put two and two together because I'm not smart. I'm just exhausted, you know. Um, And I was like, I finally said like, we've gotten three tickets from the city lately. And Chrissy's like, oh, that might be my fault. I was like, can you just play nice with your coworkers, please? Um, so I was over there taking care of all this construction waste. Um, and I just I was just there for like five hours and just put my headphones in and worked. And there's some shockingly good stuff in those short stories. There, it, it, it went roughly in like canon chronological order. And so there'd be like a story about like Obi-Wan and then Anakin and then Maul and then Luke, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, it just walks through and ends with a story about Rey. And there's like Jedi, Sith, Jedi, Sith, Jedi, Sith all through the book. And when Yoda dies, um, that story is really interesting because first it's a story about Palpatine and Palpatine sort of reliving his battle with Yoda and what he th- what he might have done wrong to let Yoda escape with his life, um, and how he could have done it differently, and how he still like meditates in the Force and can sense that Yoda's still alive someplace out there, but can't pinpoint where. And how this sort of is like a splinter in the Force for him, and he like irritates it to remind him that his work isn't finished. And then Yoda dies, and Palpatine feels Yoda dying. And then he feels Yoda, like, surrounding him everywhere. Um, because Yoda becomes part of the Force. And it is highly confusing to Palpatine how dying can make Yoda more powerful. Um, and then Yoda, Yoda's Force ghost appears briefly to Palpatine and then taunts him and then disappears. It was a very good... Very good little huh. story. I really enjoyed. Really enjoyed the idea. It's something I'd never considered that that Yoda may appear to Palpatine to basically tell him that his days are numbered. Yeah, yeah I could just imagine him just go, going through, uh, you know, like his office and be like, "Oh, that's a really nice vase." Whoops, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I let your dogs out. Ooh, was the gate open? (laughs) Damn, I'm sorry. I'm sure they'll come back. (laughs) Sorry, Chrissy's texting me. It's probably dinging through. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, we're not professionals. Um, Yeah, so that's what I did this week. I'm still... Most of my Star Wars shit is still in boxes. Um, I'm slowly unpacking, but... 
Um, I built a new, big new desk so I can put my 3D printer on my old desk in my much larger office and Yubcast studios. But this weekend, I think we're going to, kids and I are going to finish putting the furniture together and sort of organize the Star Wars toys. So, looking forward to that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we've got, um, the, the kids are at the in-laws, so, um, we didn't do a whole lot today. We watched, we just, like, binge-watched, uh, Better Call Saul, and my wife was annoyed that we didn't do anything. Um, so, I'm guessing tomorrow we have to go do some mandatory fun, or cleaning of the house, or some project. I'm sorry, but watching Better Call Saul is important work. I'm I'm shocked you haven't seen it before. It is so. one of it is one of those things that like like oh everybody says it's great, but I was just kind of like, well, I've at first I thought it was just kind of like oh this is stupid, you know, spin off whatever, and then I hear that it's good, then I'm just kind of like, ah, I'm just not in the mood for it for whatever reason, and then here we are, it finally ended, and now I'm kind of like everybody's talking about it, I think we should watch it. Yes. Especially, especially as a Breaking Bad fan, um, I know I told you this earlier, but it's better than Breaking Bad, and it's it's in that sort of road to perdition. Everybody, you know, everyone's life is ruined um, in the end, sort of way, and the characters they make you care about are Saul and Mike. You know, mm-hmm. so so it's it's near impossible that anything good happens to these guys. Um, and it just puts them on their path um, to like their life in crime, like why they become that way and and things. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, to finishing it out, um, but I don't think we're gonna have many days of being able to just lounge in front of the TV because usually like we watch stuff at night and then like it gets to be like one or two and then we're just like I can't do it anymore. Yeah. I, I've been mostly off alcohol, and I got drunk one night, and Chrissy's like, let's watch She-Hulk. And I was like, all right, and then I immediately fell asleep. Um, it's not really a commentary on She-Hulk. It was more commentary, and it was the first time I had a, a drink in almost a month, and um, the alcohol just hit me really hard, and I'm generally exhausted. But uh, Yeah, um, my in-laws were over yesterday. And my wife made margaritas, and I had the first drink I'd had in, like, almost six weeks. And I was just tired to begin with, and that thing just knocked me on my butt, and I just fell asleep on the couch. Yeah, Um, pop pop a Benadryl and get some tequila. (laughs) Wake up tomorrow. All right. All right, should Um, we... uh... Yeah, we should probably say what we're doing today. Since we've been talking for a while... Um, and we are sort of outside of our normal format. So last earlier or last week, we recorded an episode where we reviewed um, the trailer for Andor. And today we are going to record on that episode. We talked about the trailer for Bad Batch season two. And today we're going to record um, an episode where we talk about the trailer for Bad Batch season two. Um, so this is another supplemental we go back to our regularly scheduled programming um, soon. We did say in in the review of the bad of the Andor trailer that we don't know when Bad Batch is coming out, and then the very next morning, Lucasfilm confirmed that Bad Batch is coming out on September 28th, so in 25 days. So 
we are going to talk about the Bad Batch trailer now. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, we had a little joke that, uh, like, well, it only happened because we said it wasn't going to happen. So I just want to say, as of this moment, we are not the official Star Wars podcast of Lucasfilm. We, we are not. De- we are definitely not. Although, if we're going to make a wish, we should probably wish for, like, the war to end or something. But, no, you're right. We should we should make... No, we but, should be shellfish. Did you say selfish or shellfish? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should be shellfish. Actually, I think I might have accidentally said shellfish. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> My body knew it was wrong for me to say that. And go. so I was like, you're going to say shellfish. It's your Protestantism, like, bleeding through. Um, it's your Midwest politeness. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to watch the Star Wars Bad Batch Season 2 official trailer on the Star Wars channel. Um, we'll put a link to it in the show notes. But I'm sure everybody who's listening to us has seen this a bunch, and we are way, way behind on talking about it. Do you have it loaded up? I do. All right. Do you want to do... We're going to do sort of 15-second segments this time, right? Yeah. All right. I'm going to hit play. Do you want to you want to sync us up? Yeah. Okay. I'm hitting play. Three, two, one. You can buy your freedom. You can have a future. Isn't that what you're after? We're already already. Whoops. Shoot. Okay. Right. We're already free. That's just Hunter. Yeah. So, I really love that the first thing we hear is Rhea Perlman. <laughs> I, I'm i such like a child of the 80s, you know? And that she's a Star Wars character now in the form of, of a Trandoshan bar owner. I really love that detail. Yeah. I love it so much. Yeah, so, first thing is that they are they've kind of changed their uniforms or at least they've got the same armor they've just painted it differently and like where we're like where we're actually paused at which is 15 seconds in maybe it's just the animation maybe it's just meant to be wear and tear but it looks like they're just really dirty Uh, or they did a bad job of uh, painting over yeah I like I like the idea that we get new uniforms. It's it sells more toys. It sells more toys, although they haven't made toys of these guys yet. Not not in the main toy line, at least. Um, it sells more toys, but also it it telegraphs passage of time, right? It also shows like physical transformation, mental transformation physical transformation, political tra- transformation. They don't want to be affiliated right, with the Empire. Right? And, and right now they're sort of in this transitionary period. They've got new uniforms. It's really fun. Yeah. But I mean, it's not really new uniforms. It's just the same uniforms painted different colors. But it's just like, they've got like the same, almost the same color schemes. Or not the same color schemes, but like like um, I don't know, just like the same patterns, just different colors. And but then I guess Hunter has a scarf now, so um, 
he's to, you know you totally can't tell that it's him you know there's there's two guys with a big face and skull tattoo and a skull bandana and one guy's wearing black armor she's just a regular Malibu Stacy with a stupid cheap hat <laughs> exactly <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I, I was looking for the guy with the skull tattoo on the other side of his face. You can go. Uh, but, you know, I'm not going to complain because it's just... Once again, that'd be getting too too deep into, like, why the animators do certain things and, uh, right. in cartoons. Um, and it kind of... We, we You know, we would be talking about this forever, which... You know, knowing us, we could. It's the job, but mm-hmm. we're also we're also going to start reviewing these when they come out and get back, get back into a real time show rhythm. And so we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll waste hours talking about um, how what a shitty job Hunter did painting his uniform. <laughs> All right, do you want to go to the next fifteen? Yeah. Free. Clearly, you're not paying attention to what's happening out there. It is time for a new era. Alright, I paused it. It's like at 29 seconds. Like the, You see a bunch of the dropships. Yeah, um, that's right. But it's, uh, it's interesting. They show, they show them... You actually see Palpatine and Masamita. So this would be like the first time that I can recall seeing... Palpatine as Emperor addressing the Imperial uh, Senate. Yeah, this is if this is a senatorial address, it might be the first time we see him outside of the first time he gave it right after his assassination attempt, because he does appear in front of the Senate once mm-hmm. in the movie. That, that, um, that was when he said that he's reforming the the Republic into an empire. Sure, sure. Um, I want to go back to, let's see, 17. These look like the ARC troopers doing crowd suppression or something. And there's a bunch of Twi'leks in the crowd. This looks really fascinating. Yeah, it's the, um, well, it's that, like, the, the the kind of, like, armor that, like, Gregor was, the commando armor. That's kind of, like, got the lit blue uh, visor. Right. Right, so these aren't. This isn't like a group of clones, though. Like these are clones, but this is not like a, an assembly of clones. They're they're clearly surrounding this group of citizens for some reason. Seems to be a high percentage of Twi'leks in the crowd. I don't know. It seems like like from the voiceover, it seems like this is meant to be telegraphing that there's a lot of suppression of rights of people happening. Yeah, because no one's free, right? Mm-hmm. You're not free. All right, do you want to do the next 15? Yeah. There are others out there who need our help. Still a lot going on. Uh, a, lot, a, lot, just a lot of like battles and stuff like that. Nothing too like out of the ordinary. Um, we don't get anything like that until like later in the trailer. But you see... Um, Oh, around like 34 seconds. I see, I see what I assume is um, Crosshair and another uh, another clone trooper um, terrorizing some people in a in Yeah, a the hallway. mother and daughter. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's good. It's interesting. I mean, I I, I want to go back to the beach thing. Um, this looks gorgeous, right? It's just such oh, yeah. a. It just reminds me so much of Scarif, and the trees remind me of Kashyyyk. Um, I love I love this shot. It looks like they're running from like giant crabs or something. Yeah, as if anybody's uh, read the uh, Dark Towers, their uh, lobstrosities. Um, yeah, it's cool that it's just a beautiful color uh, blue for the the uh, the uh, the sea. Makes me really sad that I have <laughs> I live in a landlocked state. No, I live I live on a on a coastal state and never see the ocean. I mean, this this whole segment is just smash cutting action, right? It's just it's just guns and intimidation and explosions with no context. It's hard to tell what's going on. I would say the animation for this this season looks gorgeous. Right, every single piece. There's an explosion at 39 seconds. It looks wonderful. You see, like bodies flying in the air. Yeah, it looks really great. All right, do you just want to go to just to add another 15 seconds from 40? Yeah, so let, let me get back to. Oh, yeah, there's Crosshair again at uh, 38. Yeah. Okay, and at 40. We'll take all the allies we can get. Let's go. So stopping it here. So a lot happened in that in that last fifteen uh, seconds, and the biggest thing is yeah. right at forty-four seconds. Gunji. Gunji, the Wookiee Padawan from the. Is he? Um, a- yeah. Is he a Padawan, though, or is he just an initiate? Yeah, he's an initiate back then. Um, this is a few years later, though, so maybe maybe he's been promoted. Maybe he leveled up, turned in some crush bone belts or whatever. Um, yeah, so this confirms that he survived Order 66. Um, at this point, I'd really like to sit some clones down and have a performance review of Order 66. Yeah. Well, it seems, seems like a lot of people got away. So there's an interesting shot. When I say shot, it I don't know what else to make it, because um, there looks like there's some like arc trooper, um, and I'm guessing this is the guy who was with Crosshair. Um, I don't know who it is. Like around like 44, 45. He's a it's a clone. He's got like the um, and shoot, this could be Cody just in different colored armor. Uh, with it like imperial rank instead of the clone ranks, but because he's got that same antenna on his uh, shoulder uh, pauldron on the uh, oh yeah on the left one, and he's got a, like a he's he's got a like what I'm assuming he's a combat knife out because he's looks like he's really pissed, and he's also got the same kind of jet jet pack that. Uh, Sabine gets from uh, Gar Saxon. Yeah, this guy. This might be the villain. Might be one of the villain clones. Really fascinating. Yeah, because he's definitely got like you can what looks like imperial like imperial rank on his um, on his chest armor. Yeah. Does he have a scar on his face? Yeah, it looks like it. All right, so let's talk about Gunji. I 
I like that they brought him back. What what are you, what are your thinking about about bringing back the the younglings from the gathering? I I like it. Or I mean at least Gunji. Um because it also you also see a Wookiee warrior on, I'm not sure who, what Wookiee it is. But um so I'm sure it has something to do with that, but I'm you know, I'm happy to see that you know you know that he made it but how are they gonna what are they gonna do with him yeah that's my that's my question like what's the follow-up with him you know this isn't kenobi where they can kill them off you know this is gonna be viewed by kids and you know they they're gonna have to do some sort of like soft death maybe or because like how, how many times can you know they kind of just you know, just like, well, you know, he just gave up his ways and, you know, and forgot that he was a Jedi or whatever. And, you know, they force, they said that after a while, the force kind of goes away. Or what they did with Ezra, where, like, well, he sacrificed himself and they went super far off into the almost another galaxy. So he really wasn't relevant for the original trilogy, but he's still alive. Um, so, what, I mean, what are they going to do with, with Gunji? Yeah, it, the problem, it, it's wonderful to bring him back, right? It's it's a cool character that gets people excited. It's good continuity. It's good connective tissue, right? But my question is, okay, but now what? Is now, like now you have like half a dozen pseudo-Jedi sort of wandering around, not participating in the greater battle, Um but letting everything fall to Luke and maybe Leia um, to overthrow the Empire, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I guess his, his presence doesn't necessarily imply that Petro and Katuni and Biff and Gundui and Zat also survived, but I guess it's possible that there's like an Ithorian youngling Jedi running around someplace in hiding still, you know? Yeah. Well, what about the... I can't think of the, uh, her name right now, but the, there was a Padawan like um, in the um, in the Padawan book. No, it wasn't it wasn't the Padawan, but it was the, bro- um, it's the Brotherhood book that like Anakin kind of takes under his wing. That she right. was kind of unsure of herself. And so like, you know, like what happens with her? Right, exactly. Right, there's all sorts of... Yeah, it's... I mean, Star Wars is full of loose ends, right? But I was super excited to see him, and then like, my mind immediately goes to the timeline. It's like, alright, then what happens? Does this guy die in the show? Like, that seems cruel to bring him back to kill him. Um, but, but they don't typically kill their characters, Right, they killed Kanan and they sent Ezra off in like a pseudo death. But yeah. yeah, I'm really curious what they're gonna do here. Mm-hmm. Because maybe you know, well, it's also like um, because if you if any uh, anybody has played um, Fallen Order, uh, there's this level where you're on Kashyyyk, and you know, and, and you know, during the time of the Empire, the uh, Wookies are enslaved. So, you know, is he just like a regular Wookie? You know. 
you know, is he just being like a regular Wookiee who just, he just like hides among the, you know, the Wookiees, but becomes a slave or something, you know, um, or, you know, or, you know, like, is he killed or is he just like, you know, like, so like well hidden that he's, you know, like never seen from again or, yeah, which would then be cool because then you could bring Gunji back for post Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Because Wookiees live forever. Right. No, that's a good point. He could be he could be a hundred years old like Chewy mm-hmm. and still be like middle aged. All right. Well, that's yeah. There's where did we where did we stop? Fifty five. There's one thing like I wanted to just briefly mention around like four forty one. There's like what looks like like these kids. They're like they're like minor like minors, not like minors as in under age. I mean, they they look like they are, but they're all like wearing like. Uh, like kind of like mining hats and like weird goggles that kind of look like uh, those weird 80s sunglasses that Kanye West wears uh, now. The ones that are just like this, like look like shutters. Those come from Back to the Future too. Yeah, I don't remember. I just I just know like a, like a, a guy uh, like one of the one of the guys in um, Big Trouble in Little China wore them. Right. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, I mean I. This definitely looks like a group of miners that are some sort of. They look underground and they look like they're cautiously walking across some sort of gantry. Um, yeah. Oh, I just there's just one thing I wanna. Um, I just wanna look at real real quick. That it, it, it's Cody. It's totally Cody. Are you looking at? Are you looking at forty seven? Yeah, it's um, because I just found a picture of Cody and he's got like a circular scar on his forehead. He actually had the thing on his that little pl- uh, plate on his his chest. Um oh shit, Clone it Wars. is him. So it is him. So we get to find out what happened to Cody. This is awesome. Yeah, he does have that circular thing that we were pointing out. Wow. Very fun. All right, well uh, this makes me happy. Yeah, so if we made it to 55, there's more scenes on that beach planet and with those crab monsters. Omega's got a cool, like, adventurer's outfit. That's fun. <laughs> and then and then what is this, like, there's, like, a motorcycle speeder race thing happening? Yeah, that looks interesting. It looks, it, it really does look like a race. It looks like they're piloting an obstacle course, like an, like an intentional track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks um, like something out of, like, um... I like a video game, like a futuristic video, like a racing game or something. Right. You see it from the point of view, you see the race or whatever's going on here from an interior cockpit shot and an exterior shot of the race happening. And so it makes me think that, that one of the main characters is piloting one of these pods. So that's really exciting. Um, they look very simple. They look just like a seat with a sort of airfoil on top. Um, like a like a helicopter cockpit situation with like a small wing on top. Mm-hmm. All right, and then yeah. and uh, fifty four battle droids. Oh and, yeah, and um, clone ar- um, clone armor that whose hel- uh, the helmet looks much more stormtroopery. And then there's what looks to be a Wookiee warrior. Um, calling out so maybe maybe that planet is Kashyyyk um it sort of looks like Tarful yeah and then the 
the clone trooper burning the the B1s and some sort of Ngunji like charging. Yeah, this is there's a ton of stuff in here. Once again, this is mostly mostly smash cutting rapidly between one second snippets. Um, so it's very hard to put together any context. But we see Cody, we see this more scenes on the beach planet, Gunji, another Wookiee warrior, B1 battle droids, new clone trooper, stormtrooper armor, um, and yeah, and this and this like pod race thing, this like motorcycle race thing. All right, do you want to finish it out? Yeah, I'm trying to get back to where I stopped at the blank screen at 55. Oh, there also was the uh, the Admiral um, Rampart. Yeah, Rampart. Yeah. Okay. See, see, before or after the break. He's before. Um. All right. So let's go. Let's get to work. Rex. Yeah. I think we can stop it there because it's all just a bunch of, you know, um, coming this fall on Disney Plus. Um, Buy my book. Buy my book. Buy my book. <laughs> that might be too subtle of a reference for everybody, but that's the critic. Um, <laughs> John Lovett's cartoon. Yeah. Short-lived cartoon. <laughs> um, let's talk about this music for a second, if we can. Okay. Um, he's really swinging for it. Kevin Kleiner, Kevin Kiner is really swinging for it here. It just sounds so um, 80s action to me it's like a lot of synth a lot of like instruments that sort of mimicking mimicking like a cartoony siren yeah um really good that and back around then like i mean like rap wasn't new but it was like new to the mainstream and like everybody you know like every you know everybody was rapping as far as like commercials you know, uh, in pop culture, you know, every, you know, everything was kind of like had that going for it, and it's just kind of like I can see that kind of, you know, uh, it, it makes sense. Yeah, it's it's that strong drum beat that's mm-hmm. happening in there that makes it makes that sort of that progenitor pop rap um, '80s feel to it. There is a Droideka um, with its shields up. It like the animation. I've paused it right at. I mean, this might have been before we in yeah, the last yeah. segment. But uh, stylistically, it looks awesome with this animation style. Yeah, it's it, you. Um, I saw it, uh, but I, I chose not to say anything because it's just so. It's like you just blink and you miss it. Um, and then uh, like fifty six, you have Rex, but he's out of armor. He's not. Um, he's he's just wearing just. Well, I don't know what he's wearing. Uh, just some regular clothes. Like Civvies, a, yeah. Civvy like a high um, something with like a high collar, kind of like. A, um, I don't know. Think of like the Marine Corps dress uniform with the, the collar that kind of goes up halfway through the to the neck. Very, yeah, yeah. So, very military esque. So what we what we don't see is in between season one and season two, he goes back to Jag school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. A whole uh, uh, whole, <laughs> a, a whole season where he you know he's a he's a Jag lawyer, and then there's a 
there's a female um an, another female um jag lawyer who there there's this constant sexual tension between them and then there's like a a younger naval one who um who's kind of bumbling but he's he's very he's very cool and then like they're then the head of the jag office is like Darth Vader or Tarkin or something because he's like it have, have to be like you, Lauren. Yeah, and then you know, then then somehow he uh, Rex is always uh, ends up um, flying a fighter or or something like that, and he he always like has the right you know the right thing going on, and eventually there's another uh, a lawyer uh, who's from uh, Aust- uh, Australia. And they get into it because he's attracted to the female one, and then they get into it because he's from New Zealand and the other guy's from Australia. I don't. Yeah, I'm pretty much describing Jag for anybody who hasn't caught on by now. Jag was a <laughs> naval lawyer show back in the '90s. We're all very familiar with the uh, greater plot points of Jag. Yeah, NCIS was a spinoff from Jag. Oh, was that a spinoff? Yep. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, Jag got really weird at the end, like kind of like preachy, Christiany kind of stuff. That's kind of like, oh, I'm out. <laughs> um, All right, a military a military drama with a uh, weird overtones. Got it. I hope it's the only one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they would never do that. <laughs> Or um, person, do you, you know? think? Do you think if you if you had to work with clones and you were attracted to one, since there are just like a thousand of them, you could just go like pick up a random one and pound it out and try to like satisfy your urges that way? <laughs> um. Hmm. <laughs> this one said yes, so <laughs> it's good enough. I I don't know. Or or is I guess that. I don't know, as men, are we just physically attracted to women, or are we attracted to their mind as well? Yeah, no comment. I've I'm already gonna, deleted a lot of this recording. <laughs> I'm gonna sound. I'm gonna sound. <laughs> I'm gonna sound cool and say that I'm always attracted to their minds, never their bodies, because that's the kind of guy I. Yeah, who, who am I kidding? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, to answer your question, I don't know. It'd be really, yeah. really weird. You've you've never been you've never been the type of guy that says like oh you don't want to go out with me that's a shame is your roommate home <laughs> yeah well there's there's about a million of million other girls that look exactly like you I'm pretty sure I'll find one that says yes yeah all right let's not go any further because we've already deleted too much yeah in this recording um, the you know the the old CZ top song like um, <laughs> two snake boogie and like. It's like, I know a girl moves across the hill. She won't do it, but her sister will. She does the boogie. She does the tube snake boogie. There we go. If you were a better singer, we'd have to pay rights for that song. <laughs> I, I have a beard, so, I mean, I'm just a tribute band. Yeah, we're, we both have beards. We could definitely tour. And we're not talking about the facial hair. Oh, no, <laughs> there, there you go. Um, all right, so that's the trailer. Yeah. So we have 
we have very little information about season two of um, Bad Batch. Um, other than it starts in a few weeks, and I am checking the episodes. I'm pretty sure there's 12 episodes. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping there's not a lot of filler. Or the, well, uh, we, we've had, we're going to have a filler discussion right now. There's 16 episodes being oh. produced. That's really good news. But yeah, you you're you're worried you're worried about filler. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I mean I hope not. I mean there's always something redeemable, but um so I didn't I just as we've been talking, I've just been kinda of going back and forth, like looking at the different scenes. The scene with Palpatine and in the Senate that shows the destruction of Camino. So this is where I, I'm betting that they're going to like say that the clones are you know decommissioned and you know like we're conscript either conscripting or or you know there's going to be massive recruitment for um new soldiers so yeah so it's really cool it's like this big hollow thing like like there's that thing in the middle where palpatine and masamita are and in the background there's a huge hologram and you just see uh camino getting destroyed at least i think it's camino yeah that has to be camino because I mean, at first I was like, oh, maybe they're droid ships because they got those little towers on them, but shoot, I don't know. No, that's Tapioca City. Mmm, <laughs> Tapioca. That's yeah, that's that's Camino. I keep I keep going through that those like two seconds where they show it. Um, yeah, I'd be surprised because those are platforms on. And, you can't see the water, but yeah, it looks I mean, like water. yeah, there are something where you can sort of see water maybe but yeah okay i'm looking at some of the pictures now yeah I, i'm pretty sure that's pretty sure that's camino so that's yeah we'll never never let a never let a disaster go to waste right yeah it could be his excuse for okay. um deploying the new army yeah like oh, look what the look what the uh, rebels did i mean you don't want to give them credit but but also you could you could use like this act of terrorism to yeah. justify a new army and like let's let's strip away all pretenses we're just gonna call these stormtroopers yeah yeah you could say this the separatists did it you know separatist holdouts right yep and lead lead in for a pretense for the new war right continuous war what do they call it endless war mm-hmm you gotta keep uh yeah you gotta keep the war going or else uh People will uh, realize that um, that they're really in a bad situation, and they'll turn against the government. Right. It's right. the George Orwell thing. War is not meant to be won. It is meant to be continuous. That's the quote I was looking for, but couldn't uh, get there. Yeah. Uh, there, always, there always has to be an in-group and an out-group. And when the out-group is defeated, then a new out-group has to be found. Precisely. Got to keep, got to keep moving the, moving those uh, goalposts, so you can never, never reach the end. Yeah. Um, so, sixteen episodes starting in three weeks, four weeks, almost four weeks, just under four weeks. Um, uh, how excited are we for this? I'm pretty excited. Um, I'm pretty, sh- I, I'm pretty sure that, um, I'm guessing that Crosshair and Cody are going to be the, like. You know, um, we talked about this before, but their role will be to try to track down the Bad Batch, um, because it looks like it's just the two of them. I mean, just from what I can see, 
um, they might not have uh, a use anymore for other than just hunting down rogue clones. Man, uh, I I'm so glad we're gonna get Cody. I want, to, I want him to have like a crisis of faith here. Yeah, me too. I'm over the moon excited about 16 episodes. That's gonna, that's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't care if some of them are filler or not, but I think I think overall, if they're gonna give us 16 20 minute episodes, let's say, um, that is a ton of new Star Wars, and I am on board for all of it. And combined with that, this is just more Clone Wars to me, right? This is Clone Wars continued. Mm-hmm. I want, I want 10 seasons of this show. Right and yeah, tell me all about Rhea Perlman's um, drug deals. Right, that doesn't yeah. bother me. Yeah, how did Rex get fat? There you go. Yeah, they they all open a diner at some point. <laughs> yeah, I don't like. There's no there's no end to these stories. I am. We are going to be spoiled. Um, do you have any other thoughts about Bad Batch today? No, I no, I don't. Just excited. All right. So, since we're out of trailers for now, um, these will we'll go back to posting episodes about Clone Wars um, until the Bad Batch start back up, and then we will try to do weekly shows where we review that week's show, like we did last time Bad Batch was on. We did a great job. Um, we really kept to the schedule. We were releasing them, the episodes, before the new episode dropped um, every single week. And so we, we're going to try that again. And we'll try hard. But other than that, um, I guess this is good night. And do you want to play the outro? Yep. All right. Uh, again, thanks for thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. You know, Be sure to tell a friend who likes Star Wars or tell your mortal enemy who hates Star Wars about us if you think we suck. All right. Bye. Thank you for downloading and listening to this episode. We would also like to thank Jordan White for the use of his cover of Yub Nub as our intro and outro music. Please refer to the show notes for photos, clips, and links from this episode. Side effects from listening to Yubcast may include dizziness, dry mouth, a sense of confusion, and decreased sex drive. Serious side effects may include speaking in Ewok, speculating the origins of prequel characters, and wondering why two grown men discuss children's cartoons on the internet. For a complete list of side effects or to complain about the show, please visit us on Twitter at Yubcast or drop us an email at noochbaderproductions at gmail.com. Thanks again. We'll see you again next week with a new episode. Yubcast is not affiliated with Lucasfilm or the Walt Disney Company. Star Wars, its characters, and creations are the property of Lucasfilm and its parent company, the Walt Disney Company. Yubcast is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Dun, dun.